Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the stream That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Alright, good morning. It's morning right now for us. You may be listening to this at any time. This is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Again, live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. In the bunkhouse with me this morning is Cody Ryan. Yo, 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 yo. I'm not doing that part. And beefsteak. Oh, sure. yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the gate gets open and all the stuff gets done around here. The pot belly stove gets fired up. I thought well, I was in the 1980s with you over there beatboxing. Man. I, I, bet, Cody, that all I bet Cody used to do that. I just walk around doing that. I used to have a cassette recorder and a... Uh, what's the old? What's the big Sony Walkman? No boombox. What's the no? You pl- record player. <laughs> what is that thing that's round? <laughs> a record big. player and a cassette recorder, and I would do. I would DJ. I was an only child for a long time. We can. Tell. I would DJ in my room, and I would be up next. George Stray with Baby Blue. Waka 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 waka. <laughs> He'd do the record backwards <laughs> with George Strait. Yeah, <laughs> country. Country rap. Blue baby, blue baby, baby, blue baby, blue, blue, blue baby, blue back, baby. I got my dog back. I got my wife back. You know, when you play a country song backwards. Uh, so Man, I just, uh, too long. Uh, I, uh, I was on a flight yesterday. I flew in yesterday on the 20th anniversary. Boy, of, my arm's tired. Uh, on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, I, um, I felt like I felt <laughs> like it was kind of an honor. I took it as kind of an honor to be able to participate in 9/11 by flying on a plane. And a couple of different things. One is I I wanted to just be in the in the moment, you know, just kind of okay, this is this is so much has happened on this day, on this time 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago, there's a group of people that got on a plane 
on several different planes around the country, just like you did. And they did end up to their, well, they ended up at their final destination, but their final, final, final destination. You know, I was, uh, I, I saw a report, I was watching some 9-11 stuff and trying to catch up. There was a, and I read a story about a guy who turned himself in to the FBI after 9-11 and he was a flight um, ticket person and he stood, he was at the door and he's the one who let the two terrorists in for the first um, plane. He was checked them in and he said he noticed that they were in um, first class. They had kind of a khaki, you know, shirt and I mean a khaki pants and business shirt and a blazer. But when he looked down, he saw their shoes were all tattered up and torn and they didn't even look like they belonged with a first class passenger. And he remember he said he looked and watched them as they walked away and go, man, that is so weird. I wonder. And he was interested in like asking them about it or, you know, raised his awareness so much. But he thought, man, these guys are obviously foreign right and if i say anything i may get in trouble and uh he didn't and those were the two hijackers that took over that plane and so he turned himself in they're like sir <coughs> it wasn't your fault i mean you didn't do this and he, but i could have so there was a lot of uh you know interesting i thought that was kind of interesting that a guy would put that much on himself I mean, put yourself in that position, right? Man, uh, well, and Think that is it. part of what, part of what I wanted to soak in, or just um, be aware of, was that there was a lot of stories. There was a lot of emotion. Um, there's just a lot that happened on that day, and and there's, and it was interesting because my daughter, who is a high school teacher, said. There is not a kid in <clears throat> high school or younger that was alive when all this happened. That's they, right. they don't yeah, walk right. in this. They yeah. don't understand it. And she was trying to explain to each of her classes when they would come in exactly what 9-11 was, how it felt, and showing them a video so history could stay real. And It was an it, attack. And, and, yeah. and uh, anyway, it was... It was surreal in some ways. The airports were not crowded. Um, Saturday, typically, airports aren't really crowded, but it wasn't crowded. Um, nobody was freaking out. Mm -mm. Nobody was acting strange. Nobody. There wasn't any uh, stuff in the airport, you know, that had anything except I noticed um, flags. I noticed flags. They put them up. No, but people would have, yeah, people you know, patriotic were, yeah. shirt, mm -hmm. or they'd have something pinned hat, on, my or special nine eleven hat I got. Nice. See, or yeah, like there was it. something that you know, something patriotic element, and so I appreciated that. But it, the airlines, it was way played <laughs> down. You know, there wasn't any talk about it. Where uh, were you? Do you remember? When it happened? Yeah. I was at home. I was at home in Austin. I was in Dallas, Texas. <clears throat> I was wa watched it from the beginning, you know, from the first report of a small plane right. hitting a tower <clears throat> to the whole thing playing out. Your little brother and sister were in school 
and uh, everybody wanted to get their kids out. And I said, wait, 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 wait. Let's calm down here. Let's not be rushing over there. But, yeah, I remember it clearly. And I had a question. I heard somewhere um, that Biden did not say anything yesterday. He did not. Our president did not make any comments or make a speech or do anything yesterday. I don't. I don't know. I I choose to focus on what was that guy's name? Um, uh, Poe? No, Todd Beamer. You know the guy that was like. So, Let's so roll. I read his um, the nine the transcript, transcript. Yeah, of his phone call to the operator and and that. And yesterday when I was speaking at my event in St. Louis, I challenged the men using the Todd Beamer story and uh, let's roll that mm-hmm. whole thing. It was, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful thing. And anyway, I, I don't want to do well, anything except I, I, I just long for the feeling that everybody comes together as one nation under God and Right now, it's so diversified. So there's so much dissension. It it's almost um, it almost makes me feel upset or nauseous. I was going to say nauseous. You know, it's just so. And and I, I I just pray to God that something like that doesn't happen again to get our attention as a country. That and I, I look, I travel all over the place, and I don't care if you're black, white, green, blue, tall, yellow, small, wide, thin, I, none of that stuff. I don't ever experience the stuff that we're told is the way this country is when I'm doing that stuff. Hmm. And so, we are one nation under God, it is we are the most powerful country in the world we we are what keeps this world together besides jesus but um so well in flew in it was good and uh don't want to stay in that but well i wouldn't mind i I was honored to be able to fly yesterday and be a part of that and uh and you know we're back baby we it, it didn't take us out well there were two things that came out this is what i thought of yesterday one is I read it's like stories of people that their come to Jesus moment happened in the towers. You know, they they were like recounting I was in the stairwell and things started collapsing and I rode down on a piece of cement, you know, nine stories and I was praying the whole time. You know, there's that, you know, made me think to myself we need more Jesus, right? I mean, where do you go when times get really tough? And um, and then just afterwards, I read an article on a person from overseas that was envious of how the United States came together at the end, pulled together as one person under the flag, like you said, united under God. We trust, and it was very patriotic, very American. They were saying, "How do they get? How do they do that? How do? How do? I want to be like that." So when we are at our best, we're some very we really project 
America well throughout the world. Hey, man. Right so, yeah. so here's Cody as a <laughs> DJ playing some George Strait. Want to remind you that McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. That's where we go when we're looking for a firearm or if we want to trade up or trade in a firearm. McBride's Guns, where we go. You need to get a, a, a family collection of firearms appraised. They can do that for you. McBride's Guns has the staff. They have a gunsmith on staff. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or online at McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns, (laughs) well, they're our hometown gun shop. More rock and less talk coming up on the Outdoor Zone. You get it only one place it is. The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Amarillo by morning, up from San This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny, your host. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, every new Ram at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter is part of the most award-winning lineup of vehicles from FCA that surge in J.D. Power initial quality study that named Ram the number one brand in America. The most awarded truck on the road is the Ram brand and has been the named best truck brand along with the back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. And if you don't see that new vehicle when you're searching for it, you'll find it at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Nile Maxwell's fast track car buying experience is the one you will use to get that new truck. The savings and selection are here. The number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin. See all savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. And oh, yeah, I love that new Ram. That front end on the Rams. Oh, yeah. They've had that front end thing figured out for a while, so they're always the good. They always are the new new people on the block, right? We'll talk when a little fishing now. Brought to you by our friends at Keystone Bank, my title sponsor for the year. Thank you for riding along with me. The Keystone Bank boat has five more events this year. I don't know to cash in on. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, <laughs> it's uh, going to be between Oklahoma. Uh, a couple in Texas, Alabama, back to Oklahoma. It's uh, once you go back to Wisconsin. No, I'm good. I'm good with Wisconsin. Once a year is nice, you know, far enough, plenty far. But uh, tournament's still going on. It's kind of weird, you know. Usually we have championships this time of year. Yeah. That's about it. There's usually one event or maybe two this time of year. Uh, I still have five events left. So. A lot of fishing left on the docket. Uh, Bassmaster Open Series just ended yesterday up north on um, oh uh, the St. Lawrence, Lawrence River Sounds in right. New York, which is Lake Ontario area. That kind of stuff. Uh, they could fish both Canada and 
Canada or the U.S. And Corey Johnson, uh, a name, a guy from Canada, him and his brother, Chris Johnson and Corey Johnson, have both been dominating not only up north, but the bass trails now for years. They fished FLW, now they're over Bassmaster, and they're just absolutely taking our money, both in from Florida to Canada. Taking our money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So these two guys, <laughs> it's interesting, I thought, uh, and I don't know if they still run this way, but I'm pretty sure they do. So they're two brothers. They love the oh, bass fish. Oh, you told me about these two guys. And they run all, well, there's several sets of brothers that fish bass, uh, bass fishing tournaments. Uh, the Lanes, the Johnsons, there's oh, one or two others I can't think of. But anyway, there's these guys run their business as like together. So if one wins a hundred grand, that hundred grand goes into their business account. They pay taxes and then pull the rest out, huh? Well, they, I mean, I don't know how they do distributions, but they, it all goes, it doesn't matter which brother wins. So it goes into one a, account. Yeah, it's, a bi- it's a business. I like it. It's a business. So yeah. it's, it's uh, just like a plumbing company. Oh, yeah. You do this job <laughs> over here, that's how it all goes in the bank. We just right. operate the company. So, you know, they may have salaries or whatever set out of it. And it might uh, be an LLC or something, right? But it's really, yeah. really a great idea. The pro- the thing is, you just have to earn enough money to keep the business. Afloat, I think he's right? asking. I think he's well, asking us well, to be partners uh, yeah. here or something. Well, well no, I, I don't know that y'all can add a whole lot. Hey, our hey, team has a boat. That's right. Yeah, I just beat. want you to know. Yeah, and we can start. fish you up have north. To make deposits, not withdraw. Oh. So anyway, mm. uh, kind of a neat way they run that. Uh, also, the major league fishing. Uh, Bass Pro Tour, the last one of the year is going on right now. Not sure. Ends the 15th, September 10th through the 15th. Going on again up north, St. Clair, um, Lake St. Clair, catching some absolute giant smallmouth in both those fisheries. I am uh, done with smallmouth for the year. I'm ready to go back to largemouth fishing. Can't wait to get up to, first I'll be at, uh, I think I have a 19 or 21 day 19 days of fishing out of 21 days in the coming up in two weeks. So, uh, wow, I'll be gone another 21 days straight. I'm back for five, gone for seven. Did you put your uh, your time, your log in so you could take some time off? Yeah, here? did you write? I just in did. Or, oh, yeah, okay. Um, that's so, your official request right there. So, I'll be, okay. I'll be gone. I'll be going from Lake Palestine, which I'm trying to talk TJ into coming up and fishing with I me. I couldn't now, figure out that. That's East that Texas, right? Request. I just need you. I just need you to come up Saturday. <laughs> and so, are you pulling drag a boat? Your, or? Drag a worm behind the boat on Lake Palestine. Oh, uh, co-angler. Geez, that's not a bad offer. Hey, you could maybe put a little money back in the bank then, right? For us. Oh, I just, for our team. I don't. So, I don't charge him for my oh, advice. Okay. I've had a few, you know, uh, guys that were going to fish with me. The problem is day two. It's a two-day event. And day two is the same day as the first day of practice for my next event. Mm. And so I've got buddies that are kind of hesitant because they're like, well, I can't miss the first day of practice because it's going to be on Grand Lake of the Cherokees. I'm going to need all three days of practice. And I'm kind of to the point where if I do well on if we do well on Saturday, then I'll stick around. And fish on Sunday, Lake Palestine, and finish the event. 
if I don't do well on like ballasting on Saturday, I'll leave immediately and just head on up to Grand Lake of the Cherokees in Oklahoma and start practice on Sunday. So, so are you saying that if we hung around the docks down there, we could probably pick up and go fish with somebody? Can you no, do that? No, no, no. You have to be you, signed up long in advance. Sitting oh. on the dock. You're actually signed up. Uh, oh, you TJ, signed him up? Yeah, he's actually <laughs> signed up as my partner. So whether you show or not, doesn't matter. You're Oh, dude, I could fish on the actual day? Yes. This isn't a practice day. It's a tournament day. I just need you there. Oh, in that case. So, oh, getting, well, so the last. Now he's finally come to his senses. <laughs> well. Circled all well, the way back around. It came back to. Uh, <laughs> okay. Who do I get? I called five people. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. But I had guys uh, obviously that I were, was after You already you. said that. Yeah. Said, I talked to my buddies. They didn't want to fish with me. Well, guys well, that uh, fish it, for a living. You don't fish for a living. So I'm going to have to, like, it's going to be wow. more work for me. I'm going to have to, like, change your line, tie your lures on. <laughs> uh, not your oh, line my God. <laughs> I can't believe you said that on the radio. A $1,700 entry fee. So Share my BNS okay, sausages. I am not paying one penny of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to pay what a if penny. I, what I'm if just I, saying what this if is I how score, important it baby? is. When what you if go, I catch some fish? When you go, oh, this line is fine, or oh, that knot will work. Just know that it's well. Then a you're going to have to put all the line on and tie all the knots. <laughs> you expect it all. You and don't like the way I. You don't like the way I do it. You can just leave this old long-haired country boy alone. Long-haired freaky people. Uh, so there's an interesting email that comes out that I get from uh, Jay Kumar's Bass Blaster. Oh yeah, BassBlaster.com yeah, and. Uh, a great email of if you're a fisherman, particularly a bass fisherman, but if you follow the world of fishing, I thought it was interesting. I look at it quite often, but I thought it was interesting, uh, some of the latest from Japan. So from Japan comes out with a lot of ingenuity. Yeah. Is that right? That's well, not the right th- word. No, they're they're, they're very, very they're inventive. You mean very they're... inventive in the bass fishing, particularly bass fishing world, and they come out with some crazy baits. Ingenuitive. Yes. That's what I, yes. That's not a word. The That's my new word. Kiyoki <laughs> shrimp, the drift crab, the drift. Like the Tokyo Haya, Drift? I like a Kiyoki shrimp. Just the names are funny to me. The Haya Pylon 84. The Pylon 84. I, why do I yeah. see a guy falling down on his elbow on top of some other guy? The Jago Rocket. Oh. <laughs> Where did these even come from? Gas station in uh, West Texas. The diagram of the fake collection pattern. Yeah. That's a long... Uh, the Yamamoto Yamatunuki. Yamatunuki. Hey, that was on special no, Wednesday. I like I Yamatunuki. That's good. And the various ways that it's rigged. Shows you I, I all got, kinds of options. I got a, a packet of Yamaguchi and... Now, uh, you got Yamamoto Cinco's, which that, any angler in the world should have a pack and, and not that I'm hello hello but see he's talking about talking about my secret baits now before the oh, tournament secret my How partners put, been sold? put my baits out there and told people about them now everybody's gonna know what i 
I'm going to tell somebody about Sun Automotive because everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. But we trust our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, they're family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They hire ASE certified technicians. Go see all the deals and specials they have on their website at sunautoservice.com. You can check out their locations, 405 West Slaughter Lane. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go see our friends at sunautoservice.com. Hey, what does a 750-pound alligator eat? Anything he wants. Chicken leg. (laughs) We'll tell you when we come back with News of the Weird. It's only one place, live in the bunkhouse at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the radio for the real tree camouflage sheets down low. Uh, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. The sun is not just creeping over the mountainside. It is bright. It is here. Good shiny. morning. It's shiny. Morning, regulators. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool oyster selection, fantastic pet-friendly patio. Don't miss their fabulous desserts. They have wonderful house-made breads and live music every day, every night. You can watch uh, music inside or out. You got to go visit our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider over at Shore Raw Barn Grill at 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Just go to shoreatx.com for all the details and follow them on Facebook. You'll get you'll get the updates on the newest cuisine collection. Go there and drool just a little bit <laughs> yeah. on the screen. You got to wipe off your keyboard. All right, <laughs> now Shore it's time Raw for Bar this. and Grill. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, I thought this was really interesting. We're a little ways into an alligator season right now. In a couple of different places. Like two days. And do you have your tag for that? Or one no. day? No. No, no, no. I, I didn't get my alligator tag. Just for tag. transporting yeah, I can. Yeah. I'm pretty much, you know, you got to get something moved from here to there. You You're call, the man. Call an expert. Okay. And then if you can't get an expert, call me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what does a 750-pound alligator eat? Well, just about anything it wants. But items found in this particular Mississippi alligator stomach, stomach defy odds and date back thousands of years. Shane Smith, owner of Red Antler Processing in Yazoo City, 
said he was examining contents of a 13-foot, 5-inch alligator that weighed 750 pounds and discovered two unusual objects. One's he, one he couldn't identify, but the other was clearly a broken stone arrowhead. Oh. So he found this arrowhead in there, and then he found this lead weight that had that was elongated, had kind of these two holes on either side, but they didn't quite go all the way through. Put it out on Facebook and didn't get any response to what it was. And uh, but it was interesting that uh, so now he checks every alligator gut. When he has a big alligator come in there mm-hmm. for processing, he checks their gut to see what's in there. He said it's kind of like Christmas. The other, uh, the other thing that kind of pushed him into starting to look in there was there was a processor uh, in South Carolina that opened the stomach of an alligator and found a dog collar and tags. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Mm. Well, I wonder if it was a little pink one. Somebody, one bell. of them found some a treasure, not not too prehistoric uh, I mean, stuff. You mean? Yeah, just like a treasure of some sort, like a coin or I something. Could... They found a. Uh, so the other the uh, arrowhead that um, Shane Smith found was dated back like five to six hundred BC. He had it all evaluated and they looked at it and made these you know calculations on how old it was it was really really interesting then and they think that he just scooped it up another one they found another one uh that a guy reported finding in a in a was a full bullet Hmm. not it wasn't shot in him but it was the bullet the casing it was the whole thing and what they figure is that they go to eat something and they get some, you know, gravel or whatever, but they find stuff in there, like, uh, stuff that doesn't that like, like they found a big chunk of cypress wood in the belly of an alligator stuff that just doesn't dissolve. It just, you know, it just be in their belly forever. See, like I'm, a bullet. Or I'm a, thinking a little more envisioning the whole bullet thing. And it's the guy going, Oh crap, look, there's a gator. Hurry up! Load up that three fifty seven. Hurry! Whoops! I drop. And yeah, our buddy uh, T Roy, T Roy Broussard from Swamp People back in the day. Come on, mm-hmm. here in Texas, Gator season started. I guess uh, for him, twenty three hours ago, he posted the first Gator of the twenty twenty one season that he had caught, eleven foot three inch behemoth monster gator so why don't we go why don't we go visit him and go alligator hunting yeah well i mean he's we your friend that. he's your friend t roy Bussard. yeah tell him we'll be there we'll <laughs> all be there <laughs> <laughs> so uh here's an article that i thought was interesting from field and stream they put out the uh speaking of news of the weird it's probably a good time to talk this one uh the the uh, five strange upland birds that you can, I guess you can hunt them all. Maybe I mean, why would they post this if you can't hunt them, right? No. Nope. What are who, they? who wrote it? Shane Townsend. <laughs> the college college. I know. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get 
yeah, hammered well, over uh, we this. We do it all the time. We're the, just a bunch uh, of old country we, boys. We, the what? Cali pheasant. Y'all ever heard of that one? Looks like a chicken. They taste like chicken, too, I hear. They're in Hawaii. They're from Hawaii. Oh. Thicket. Uh, I, 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 what's this one hunting called? Hunting in Hawaii is something I've... It almost looks like a dove with a... Like, its head did not grow uh, completely. Uh, what? A thicket tenamu, tenamu, thicket tenamu, yeah. and it looks like what? What does that thing look like? It looks like a dove that's a big, head fat dove. The body is big and fat. It walks like a chicken, and its head is like a, duck. a quarter of the size it should be. Uh, that shoot that ugly thing. That's from Mexico. Hmm. Uh, the western I haven't seen those Weber Western Capper Collie. Capricoli. This looks like a pigeon with a few more colors on it. Uh, they're from Europe and Asia. The Perdiz. I've heard of this. Yes. You can hunt Perdiz in uh, South America. South America, right. So, and I, It's like a tiny little dove. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, uh, and I think you shoot those like a, in the same kind of areas where you're doing the parakeets. Yeah, right. Yeah, Argentina. People think, oh, what, you shoot parakeets? Like, people, oh, they're in the little cage. Yeah, but granny, yeah. No, man, they are, like, thousands of them. The oscillated turkey. Oh, my gosh. The fifth one. It looks like it's half peacock. Down in Florida? Well, I thought so, too, but that's the Osceola. Oh, that's right. This is oscillated turkey, and they're in Mexico. But look at its head. Look at yeah. what is that nasty it's thing like on its ornate. head? It looks like an anteater or a snail. Some so, kind of snail head. Turkeys are not blessed with pretty faces. <laughs> you know what? I mean, think about a turkey. They're pretty nasty. It, the, it, it, it was the runner up for Bird of America. And the but what about the uh the, turkey? Be, the bearded hens? I mean, you know, when you got a girl that has a, a beard. You know, yeah, you got to pay five that. bucks to see her. See her She's yeah. at the circus. Yeah, she, now the, the county fair. And you know, you shoot for the head of a turkey so you don't ruin the breast meat. I don't mind that. They don't have the prettiest faces. No. Is that wrong to say? No, you're talking no, about but, turkey. Honey. But if you were another it's turkey, it may be like, hey, look at that beard, man. But really, you know. I mean, you know, the males don't. You know the the hen setup that you have you know is not real focused on the face you're trying so hard not oh to say God. something you shouldn't <laughs> I, am, I am i like big white breasts so on the, turkeys the, the big the big toms come strutting in after you know seeing these hens with their face down you know yeah eating well i don't know i i uh <laughs> shake that tail feather epa oh, settles man. with trout unlimited over bristol bay Today, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency announced that it would move to vacate its 2019 decision to withdraw proposed protections for the Bristol Bay and reinstate the agency's earlier 2014 proposal determination. These proposed protections would limit the amount of wastewater and mine waste discharge that could be released in the waters of the United States in the Bristol Bay region. The announcement comes in the wake of a lawsuit brought by Trout Unlimited against a withdrawal decision and recent ruling in favor of TU by the Ninth Circuit Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. TU looks forward to working with the EPA to finalize these protections. 
So the reason why I say that, and it's like, oh, boring, what are you talking about? You know, go back to talking about uh, turkey hunting or whatever. The ugly turkeys. Uh, is because uh, it's unusual but good when uh, a conservation organization can work with the EPA for the good of conservation and not just rogue EPA rulings, which we we have a lot of that kind of stuff that happens, right? You know, they shut down a, a fishing area. They shut down a hunting area. They Without, I mean, it's a lot of – it's the governmental way of – solving a problem one minute problem without looking at the larger picture right well my my hat's off to the cp to the epa for working with an organization like um like trout unlimited i mean this represents if they had left left it down or allowed these uh poisons and these discharges into the water it was affecting the fisheries and that's a six uh 1.6 billion dollar commercial fishery in uh bristol bay you know it's 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 it matters for american jobs and american yeah. fishermen and our fishing industry 1.6 billion dollar industry so trout unlimited wow. again it's where our conservation groups trout unlimited elk foundation you know our cca wild turkey federation those organizations are fighting for the bigger picture the you know they're not just hanging a banner or crawling in a cage outside a business office with lettuce taped on their bodies you know it's they're making a difference and it matters and so when you support those groups it makes a difference that sound means at the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another in a new Honda. So far, the best deals of the season are here. So head for your Central Texas Honda dealers today. Get a great price on a 2021 HRV. The redesigned HRV boasts sporty sculptured lines, creating a design that continues to set the bar for SUVs. Don't be envious. Find your perfect vehicle and save during the Honda Summer Clearance Event. Visit one of the Central Texas Honda dealers at First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Or simply shop online at CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Coming up next. Watch out. The you backup singers. We can't do you, that. You, hey, three, teen, three teenagers caught with a seven-foot alligator. Coming up next in your game warden field notes. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. Thank you for being tuned into the Outdoor Zone. We do come to you live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9, and you are uh, able to listen to us on our podcast uh, 24 7, 365. Both of those things can be found at theoutdoorzone.com. Thank you for sharing us with your friends. 
Hey, you can save like a pro with the best deals of the summer at the Nile Maxwell GMC. Trade up and cool off in a new GMC in a 2021 Sierra Yukon Acadia or Terrain. Or if you can't find the GMC you want, we'll find one for you at NileMaxwellGMC.com. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online. NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, so now let's do Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Trial by fire. A Polk County game warden responded to a boat fire in Lake Livingston. Upon arriving, the warden observed five individuals swimming in the water near a boat engulfed in flames. A young boy swimming from the flames stated he was tired and could not swim well. The warden removed his gun belt, swam towards the boy, and pulled him to safety. He noticed another individual struggling to swim and assisted him to safety back to shore. The boat fire was extinguished by Onalaska Volunteer Fire Department. All occupants of the vessel were safe and uninjured. Orange County Game Wardens received a call from an Orange County Sheriff's Office dispatcher reporting several deputies were attending to an alligator near Bridge City. A game warden responded to the popular fishing spot and discovered three teenagers had caught a seven-foot alligator. The youth has also enlisted the help of another person to kill it. The three teenagers were cited for taking the alligator in close season. The alligator was turned over to a nuisance control hunter. And then split open in the contents of its stomach a lot of alligator news happening right now it's that time of year you know the uh interesting enough the barksdale air force base conducts controlled hunts for alligators this year Barksdale being in the Louis uh, Bossier City, Louisiana. Oh, that's where well, I, if I join the Air Force. That's where I'm gonna go. Barksdale Air Force Base in Bossier City held a control hunt this month. I actually have passed that. Uh, <laughs> sound like a like a, a radio like I the radio station we hear out in the country out there. <laughs> I've actually uh, been by the Barksdale Air Force Base quite a bit. It's by the Red River over there, and you know outside Shreveport area. Uh, Shreveport. Shreveport. Shreve. Say they say Shreveport. Shreveport. These gators were taken from the Barksdale East. Uh, they held controlled hunts this month. Gators were taken from the Barksdale East Reservation, which helps keep the ecosystem there healthy. We're also learning about complaints on Cross Lake about someone going around and cutting gator lines there. A reminder that interfering with hunters in any way is against the law so uh oh they're gonna be somebody better in the swamp the out last there. you don't want to be last swamp people's lines mm-hmm. yeah the mm. last people <laughs> you want to deal with yeah you get caught out in the swamp they 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 pull up and you're cutting one of their lines you don't want to be caught in a so woolly swamp you get a long time you're gonna be alligator dinner you're gonna end up <laughs> like the like the guy at the gas station told me not this year 
when he said, oh, we don't like somebody around here. Well, we got a big river they get lost on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I used I said, to tell. Whoa. I, I used to tell you. And he laughed and drove off. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and drove off. And I was like, okay. I tell your, I used to tell we're your. We're buddies, right? And you had a sisters, flat tire, right? We're friends, so. right? We're buddies. <laughs> I used Please? to tell your sister's boyfriends that, hey. There's a big old ranch out there, and they'll never find that hole, buddy. They ain't <laughs> never going to find it. Hey, uh, Texas Game Warden Criminal Investigation Division provided Bexar County, Bexar County Game Wardens with information regarding an individual selling deer meat on Craigslist. Still do, get, people I'm, still try The Game Wardens responded to a residence in southern Bexar County where the suspect admitted to attempting to sell deer meat and gave information where the white-tailed deer had been killed. The individual was cited for selling white-tailed deer meat. Man, i got to take my ad down <laughs> for sure now. What if you call it? What, what would be the other meat? Or wild, or let, let's see, non, let, what, what do they call it? Non GMO. Non I wonder if you could non sell feral cats. <laughs> Stuffed? No. Like skin. real ones. Oh, skin <laughs> ones. sick. You could cage them and just sell them, rehome them. So, update on my. Uh, Your barn cat? <laughs> update on my live trapping this week. I uh, so caught. So Cody, we, Cody has. I didn't hear this a, story. a house that he's working on in the country. With their little farm, right? And he's got live traps out there because they've got some coons. Uh, they think it's a giant raccoon that lives in their pantry, and it's obviously something. It's doing some major damage, but uh, to the food or to uh, there's no food or anything. Nobody's lived in this house for a decade. Mm-hmm. We're kind of restoring the house or whatever. And but you also got to get out the old tenants, you know, the the old tenants being the raccoon or whatever's been living <laughs> inside the pantry. Why you put a cam in there, man? So I've got some. Why would I take pictures of it when I just catch it? You want to find out how big it is and what it is? I mean, <laughs> well, I so, caught it once. It got out. Oh, and the I caught it in the smaller of the two traps that I had. It got out. Then the big trap set off. When I go back this time, and it is the biggest rat I've ever seen. I mean, it's the size. It's like. It looks like a Nutria? It looks like a small football. Yeah, like a Nutria. About the I size wonder if it is. A football. No, it wasn't a Nutria. It was a rat. 100%. Because I got you right can eat up those. next to it. A rat? Mm-hmm. It was like those rats you hear or you see in the Willard. New York subway, <laughs> New York subway rat. Willard, that no, are no, Willard. Yeah, the New York subway rat. It was that size. Do you know that reference, uh, Road Rash, Willard? I don't, <laughs> I don't know it. Uh, you don't know I it? I don't know it either. Willard. Uh-oh. The movie of the rats? So you're laughing no, at No, are you at talking Port about Road the Rash chef? And, huh? The chefs? The, the ratatouille? No. What oh, you, my gosh. No, it's not Willard. He's talking about Fifle. Fifle goes <laughs> Y'all west. are in, like, Disneyland. I'm talking about horror movies where rats <laughs> eat faces. <laughs> oh, God. You were in a different world. You were in a dark place. Man, that's the dark Netflix. You know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> oh, no, we don't watch We uh, don't watch that. No, and no. do not bring it up on the screen. I do not want to see <laughs> 
I'd He's rather you see, Google see right this now. face eaten by a rat, whether you like it or not. I'd rather you. I'd rather see Feifel goes west or whatever. <laughs> well, I, where did where did Feifel go? The where did your little Feifel go? He went to go. I eat didn't a pace. make the end of the movie. I left crying when I was a child. Of the Feifel goes west. You're not answering the question. I think your dad took you to him. Where he? did where did the, the little rainbow. Feifel that you caught end up? Oh, oh, at the ranch. Uh, he went west. <laughs> <laughs> west to a river, a big southwest. river. Southwest. Kind of don't come back. Yeah, it was kind of actually A little southwest. to the east and then to the north and then way south. <laughs> There's no better way to ensure a successful or farm operation operation than to have a safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment ranching equipment to fencing feeders and rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today our supplier products come from leading suppliers like prefer powder river and ww manufacturing all trusted names in the industry whether you own one acre or a million acres you gotta get your gear from people you can trust. You gotta get the top quality gear so you don't have to worry about it. And we go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Top of the hour, we'll bring you our favorite conversation piece for the week. Plus, we got your game more. I mean, no, we don't. We have your armed <laughs> citizens report, your Peter report, all that and more. It is the Outdoor Zone. A whole nother hour. Stick around. Yay. Catch us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.